Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pat. Listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 606- 282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word.
Praise the Lord, everybody. A little bit of technical difficulty this morning, but we got it all lined out. Welcome to the broadcast today. It is a Wednesday. That's right. That means there's church tonight. We had a great study last night on the uh, website and uh, on the uh, Facebook page, I should say, of Pikeville Apostolic Church. So if you'd like to go back and watch that, you can do that. Also, uh, we're going to have a great time today as we gather together, as we worship the Lord in spirit and in truth during this broadcast, and then come on out and be with us tonight at 7 o'clock as we have youth service for the youth and Bible study for the adults. So come on out and be with us. And, uh, of course, uh, looking at our... uh, weather situation this morning. It's a little bit better than it has been. It's currently 51 degrees, which is way better than it's been. And uh, looks like that the low tonight's going to be around 48. Looks like tomorrow's going to be 67 and 52 for the low. And look at Friday. Well, it's only going to be 57 degrees cooler with periods of rain. So uh, that's what's coming up. And then Saturday, 58, and then Sunday, 56 degrees. I know, that's pretty that's pretty chilly this time of year. But after all, it is the fall of the year. So uh, a lot of uh, the weather forecasters and all the leaf, you know, leaves forecaster uh, say that if you want to see Uh, The fall colors, you better get it in by the end of next week because they'll start coming off the trees and leaving and all the beauty will go away until springtime and then everything will bloom back out. Well, let's see what else we got going on here. I guess we could just show where we're in our little portion of the world right here in East Kentucky and, of course, nothing going on but sunshine at the moment that's right nothing going on but sunshine so we'll take that and uh so uh that's just uh a time that uh no clouds right now uh just everything looking bright and sunny outside the studio currently 51 degrees outside And we want to make our announcements because we got some great stuff coming up, coming up this weekend, this Saturday, and this Sunday. You do not want to miss it. You need to make plans right now to attend our CAC Homecoming Services, Saturday, October the 21st, 7 p.m., Sunday, October the 22nd, 11 a.m. Brother George Scott's going to be preaching both of those services, and we will have a dinner following also want to make mention, no service at PAC, Pipeful Apostolic Church, is going to come over and be with us during our homecoming services. So no services at Pipeful Apostolic Church. Also, CAC Trunk or Treat coming up Tuesday, October the 31st, 6 to 8 p.m. Come on out. We always have a great time with the kids. Also, uh, CAC Harvest Time Crusade coming up. We're going to have Brother Buddy Puckett on November the 17th at 7 p.m. We're going to have uh, Brother James Chester Saturday, November the 18th at 7 p.m. And then Sunday, November the 19th at 11 a.m., we're going to have, you got it right, Brother Michael Maupin. So come on out and be with us. We'll have a great time. Also, we'd like to let you know that... uh, CAC Daily ICAST is getting ready to celebrate our 10th anniversary. Yeah, that's going to be online Tuesday, December the 5th. Going to talk about how we got started, why we got started, and some of the things that's happened since we got started. So we started broadcasting Monday through Friday back in 2013. Yeah, that was a, a good time back before COVID, back before all the craziness of the world. And so we're going to just celebrate online with you. We hope you will be with us so we can celebrate with you. And that'll be Tuesday, December the 5th. (laughs) CAC Christmas program coming up Sunday, and that will be December the 10th at 6 p.m. And then to close the year out, we always have our New Year's Eve celebration. That's Sunday, December 31st, 9 p.m. to midnight. 
So come on out and be with us. We're going to have a great time. Also, we have a lot of prayer requests, and you can see those scrolling on your screen, but we will mention the last 10. Renee Stiltner, Sheila Spartman, Kevin Smith, Aline Wallace, Danny Ratliff, Vezrin Huffman, Kevin Lane, Zinley Francis, Brenda Fraley, and Ashley Stiltner. This is uh, Sister uh, Debbie's, Debbie Ratliff's niece. Let's remember that. And um, also, uh, let's remember all of those that uh, are uh, struggling uh, with with Hamas, with uh, with uh, the war getting ready to uh, just be ramped up some more. Threats are going from Iran. Threats are going from the north, from Hezbollah. And uh, there's just a lot of danger and unrest in the Middle East right now. Protests going on around our U.S. embassies. And uh, you know what happened at Benghazi and uh, some of the things that happened there. So uh, it's a very uh, uh, dangerous time of unrest. And we need to be in much prayer for all of uh, the soldiers, our troops, and uh, Israel's troops, and all of the innocent people that have to just be a part of uh, what we would refer to as victim of circumstances. And so uh, let's let's remember all of these in prayer. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we open up today's broadcast and ask the Lord to move in a mighty way. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to utilize this platform to teach your word. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us as we study your word, that you will uh, let us rightly divide the word of truth, line upon line, precept upon precept. And I pray also, Lord, that you would bless each and every one who's watching today live or who will watch by way of on demand at a later time, that you will be with them and that you will help them, and they will serve you all the days of their life. Lord, I pray that you would guide us and direct us, bless us to always do things that are pleasing unto you, and get glory out of our life, for it's in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Well, uh, we want to get started on our uh, Bible reading. We're reading our way through the Old Testament and once we get through the Old Testament, we're going to loop back through the New Testament. So if you stick around long enough, you can say you have read through the Bible right here on CAC Daily ICAST. Chapter 11 But King Solomon loved many strange women, together with the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Zidonians, and Hittites, of the nations concerning which the Lord said unto the children of Israel, Ye shall not go into them, neither shall they come in unto you, for surely they will turn away your heart after their gods. Solomon clave unto these in love. And he had seven hundred wives, princesses, and three hundred concubines, and his wives turned away his heart. For it came to pass, when Solomon was old, that his wives turned away his heart after other gods, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Zidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. And Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord, and went not fully after the Lord, as did David his father. Then did Solomon build an high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, in the hill that is before Jerusalem, and for Molech, the abomination of the children of Ammon. And likewise did he for all his strange wives, which burnt incense and sacrificed unto their gods. And the Lord was angry with Solomon, because his heart was turned from the Lord God of Israel, which had appeared unto him twice, and had commanded him concerning this thing, that he should not go after other gods. But he kept not that which the Lord commanded. Wherefore the Lord said unto Solomon, For as much as this is done of thee, and thou hast not kept my covenant and my statutes which I have commanded thee, I will surely rend the kingdom from thee, and will give it to thy servant. 
Notwithstanding in thy days I will not do it for David thy father's sake, but I will rend it out of the hand of thy son. Howbeit I will not rend away all the kingdom, but will give one tribe to thy son for David my servant's sake, and for Jerusalem's sake, which I have chosen. And the Lord stirred up an adversary unto Solomon, Hadad the Edomite, he was of the king's seed in Edom. For it came to pass when David was in Edom, and Joab the captain of the host was gone up to bury the slain after he had smitten every male in Edom. For six months did Joab remain there with all Israel until he had cut off every male in Edom. That Hadad fled, he and certain Edomites of his father's servants with him, to go into Egypt, Hadad being yet a little child. And they arose out of Midian, and came to Paran. And they took men with them out of Paran, and they came to Egypt unto Pharaoh king of Egypt, which gave him an house, and appointed him victuals, and gave him land. And Hadad found great favor in the sight of Pharaoh, so that he gave him to wife the sister of his own wife, the sister of Topanes the queen. And the sister of Topanes bare him Genubath his son, whom Topanes weaned in Pharaoh's house. And Genubath was in Pharaoh's household among the sons of Pharaoh. And when Hadad heard in Egypt that David slept with his fathers, and that Joab the captain of the host was dead, Hadad said to Pharaoh, Let me depart, that I may go to mine own country. Then Pharaoh said unto him, But what hast thou lacked with me, that, behold, thou seekest to go to thine own country? And he answered, Nothing. Howbeit, let me go in any wise. And God stirred him up another adversary, Rezon, the son of Eliada, which fled from his lord Hadadezer, king of Zobah. And he gathered men unto him, and became captain over a band, when David slew them of Zobah. And they went to Damascus, and dwelt therein, and reigned in Damascus. And he was an adversary to Israel all the days of Solomon, beside the mischief that Hadad did. And he abhorred Israel, and reigned over Syria. And Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, an Ephrathite of Zerada, Solomon's servant, whose mother's name was Zeruah, a widow woman, even he lifted up his hand against the king. And this was the cause that he lifted up his hand against the king. Solomon built Milo, and repaired the breaches of the city of David his father. And the man Jeroboam was a mighty man of valor, and Solomon seeing the young man, that he was industrious, he made him ruler over all the charge of the house of Joseph. And it came to pass at that time when Jeroboam went out of Jerusalem, that the prophet Ahijah the Shilonite found him in the way, and he had clad himself with a new garment, and they two were alone in the field. And Ahijah caught the new garment that was on him, and rent it in twelve pieces. And he said to Jeroboam, Take thee ten pieces, for thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, Behold, I will rend the kingdom out of the hand of Solomon, and will give ten tribes to thee. But he shall have one tribe for my servant David's sake, and for Jerusalem's sake, the city which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, because that they have forsaken me, and have worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Zidonians, Chemosh, the god of the Moabites, and Milcom, the god of the children of Ammon, and have not walked in my ways to do that which is right in mine eyes, and to keep my statutes and my judgments, as did David his father. Howbeit I will not take the whole kingdom out of his hand, but I will make him prince all the days of his life for David my servant's sake, whom I chose, because he kept my commandments and my statutes. But I will take the kingdom out of his son's hand, and will give it unto thee, even ten tribes. And unto his son will I give one tribe, that David my servant may have a light alway before me in Jerusalem, the city which I have chosen me to put my name there. And I will take thee, and thou shalt reign according to all that thy soul desireth, and shalt be king over Israel. And it shall be, if thou wilt hearken unto all that I command thee, 
and wilt walk in my ways and do that is right in my sight, to keep my statutes and my commandments as David my servant did, that I will be with thee and build thee a sure house as I built for David and will give Israel unto thee. And I will for this afflict the seed of David, but not forever. Solomon sought therefore to kill Jeroboam, and Jeroboam arose and fled into Egypt unto Shishak king of Egypt, and was in Egypt until the death of Solomon. And the rest of the acts of Solomon, and all that he did, and his wisdom, are they not written in the book of the acts of Solomon? And the time that Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel was forty years. And Solomon slept with his fathers, and was buried in the city of David his father. And Rehoboam his son reigned in his stead. of October, and it is 10.18 in the a.m. So how weird's that? 10.18 a.m.? 10.18 is the time or the day. So you got the time and the day matching. It just clicked over to 10.19. So, yeah, but it was 10.18. Well, uh, we got some great stuff that we're going to study we're in the book of Revelation. We hope you stick around and study with us because we always have a great time. And we always have a great time doing this right here. This just a little something. You got a minute? Well, everybody's got a minute. Yeah, except those that dine, then they don't have no minute. But if you got a minute, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Let's see if I can get this up and running this morning as we have 60 seconds with the pastor. This is episode number 10 coming up for you, recorded back in February of 2021. So here we go. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Psalms 34 and 3 says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Unity is a powerful thing, whether it is working together on the job, getting the job done efficiently and timely, or working together in the church, becoming team players for the cause of Christ. Even when we worship and praise, there is something special about coming together in the house of God and joining together and lifting up the Lord in praise and exalting his name together. Together is mentioned approximately 484 times in its present form in the Bible and many other times in its various forms. When we come together, great things can happen, not just in the service, but in our communities. That is 60 Seconds with the Pastor. If you got a minute, then you got time for 60 Seconds with the Pastor. And that was recorded in February, actually February the 16th of 2021. So yeah, that's when that was recorded. Let's do this. Radio. Join us Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Woo-wee! That's some money fine internet radio. What time is it? i tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM. What 
Apostolic.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, let's see what today's trivia question is. What was the name of the blind man Jesus healed in Jericho? What was the name of the blind man Jesus healed in Jericho? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And uh, speaking of results, we do have the results of yesterday's trivia question. Yeah, yesterday's trivia question was just a simple one. How long was Anna the prophetess married? And out of those that participated, it looks like that, well, 100% of you got it correct. So, yeah, we'll give you a hand clap. The correct answer, seven years. That's found in Luke chapter 2, verse 36. So 100% of you got that correct and you can get today's correct all you got to do is go to the facebook page of cac daily click on the link it'll take you where you need to go and we'll have the results on tomorrow's broadcast well let's see if we can do this this is the commonwealth minute and it's by richard nelson Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. A statue of Christopher Columbus was taken down in Providence, Rhode Island after it was vandalized, but now it's found a new home. The neighboring town of Johnston, Rhode Island, welcomed it on Columbus Day last week. While many cities are rejecting our Western heritage, others like Johnston are embracing it. Now, as we all know, Columbus was an explorer and he sought a new trade route to India, but instead he found North America. This drive to discover is part of what it means to be made in the image of God. We are created to learn about this world that God put us in and to discover new places as well. Proverbs 25.2 says that it's the glory of God to conceal things, but it's the glory of kings to search them out. And discoveries like Columbus's are still worth celebrating. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at cpc for kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that is the Commonwealth Minute brought to you by Richard Nelson, the executive director of Commonwealth Policy Center. Has things to do with U.S., Kentucky, and all that would affect us uh, maybe morally or challenge us morally. morally. Um, this is episode number 165 of this year. We usually get about 200 episodes in per year. It's going to be close this year uh, because we need to get 35 more episodes in. And you say, well, this is just uh, middle of October. But uh, you got to remember, we take off for Christmas. We take off for Thanksgiving. We take off uh, at other things that come up unexpected. So it will be close if we get our 200 episodes in. But... By the time we get to the end of the year, in December, we should have over 2,100 episodes that we have had right here on CAC Daily iCast. So uh, that is all because of you all. That's right. If it wasn't for you, there'd be no need for me to sit here and talk into a microphone. That's right. So uh, thank you for being a part of the broadcast every weekday, Monday through Friday. That's right. From 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. And uh, coming up in December, on December the 5th, that's going to be, I think, on a Tuesday. I'm not positive. I'll have to look here. Uh, that we are going to be celebrating. Yes, it's a Tuesday, December the 5th. You want to tune in for that special CAC Daily ICAST 10th Anniversary broadcast. It's going to be a um, it's going to be online, and we're going to talk about how we got started. We're going to talk about 
what has happened since we got started and talk about our future here at CAC Daily ICAST. So you don't want to miss out on that broadcast. That's coming up Tuesday, December the 5th, and we'll have over 2,100 episodes in by that time. So with that said, it is 1027 in the a.m. We're a little ahead of schedule this morning, and that's highly unusual for us because usually I go on just a little bit of a a discussion. Um, But we do want to remember all of those that uh, need prayer. And, of course, that list grows uh, from day to day. So let's remember all of them. Also, uh, we want to remember all of those that uh, need a touch spiritually, physically, or mentally. And... uh, whether you're at home or whether you're at work or uh, in the hospital, uh, nursing home, wherever you are listening to this broadcast right now, uh, we pray the Lord will just come down where you are and begin to bless you uh, with healing and deliverance and comfort. Well, let's see what else we got here looking at our weather. I was looking earlier, and of course, uh, looking at our current weather map, we we see that we don't have uh, any... uh, any of the uh, clouds or or uh, nothing but really sunshine right here in East Kentucky. And, uh, you know, it's just a great thing to look outside and see the sunshine, even though it is a little on the cool side. It is currently, let me see if I can get this up, currently 51 degrees, and it's going to be a high of 66 today. Partly sunny and warmer. And then tomorrow, it's going to get one degree warmer. That's right. (laughs) 67 for the high, and then it drops back down in the 50s. I know. I know. I know. I know. So I guess we'll just have to take it. Well, it is time for us to take a little break. And while we take our break, we got to clear up the lag so that we can record our teaching sessions, put them on the archives. People can watch them on their own time frame and even share them with others. So don't touch at any key. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 606- 282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org 
Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast as we bring you just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. We certainly appreciate you joining us today and hope that you will be blessed by the study of the Word of the Lord. And uh, we are uh, looking in Revelation chapter 6, and we want to pick up where we left off yesterday. So we want to jump right into uh, the reading of the Word and the study that we're going to do today. And we're beginning at verse number 9, which says, And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the Word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet a little season, for a little season, until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled." And that is the fifth seal that was opened up, and that's what John saw. So we want to jump right into this and uh, uh, pray and ask the Lord to give us wisdom that we can rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully, line upon line, precept upon precept, as we study through Revelation. This is lesson number and episode number 1000. And 99 of our study through the word. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to utilize this platform that we will be able to uh, take what we read, take what we study, and be able to see what is coming upon this earth and to understand it fully. Lord, I pray that you would help us as we expound it that we will not misrepresent it or misinterpret any of it at all. And Lord, we want to give you the praise and the honor in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Well, uh, looking at this particular, of course, when you look in Revelation, uh, we understand that Revelation is not really all about future events. Now, I know that might sound strange to some because we understand that uh, future events are uh, a big, huge part of Revelation. But it is not uh, why the book is called Revelation. It's called Revelation because it is the revelation of Jesus Christ and the revealing of Jesus, who he is. So... uh, The first thing that John saw was a throne, and he saw Jesus on that throne, the line of the tribe of Judah, and uh, the Lamb, the Redeemer, the one who is able to open the seven-sealed book, which is basically the, uh, the title or the deed, if you will, that's how we can relate to it, of mankind. And who's going to have the ability to buy back man, redeem man, purchase again man? Well, that was the Lord because he shed his blood for us. So kind of giving a little recap here. And, um, you know, the Lord is the only one who will be able to judge this earth. And uh, it's, uh, it's notable to say that as we dive into Revelation 6, uh, that we understand Uh, This is where the judgments begin. This is where judgment starts. And as we study this, we got to keep in mind that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation. We find in 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 20 that uh, we cannot privately interpret the Word of God. The best way I have learned, and this is something that will help you in your studies, the best way I have learned how to interpret uh, the Word of God is 
interpret scripture with scripture. Compare places with places in the word. Scripture with scripture. Events with events. Just like you can go into Daniel and uh, you'll see things that tie into Revelation. You can go into Ezekiel and you can find some things. So with that, uh, as we study Revelation chapter 6, we have to remember that each prophecy must be looked at as um, part of um, the whole, uh, you know, it's the whole book. Uh, we, we can't just look at it and say, well, I think this means this or somebody preached this and said this means this. Let's make sure that we're getting the right information and uh, able to interpret it, uh, you know, not of any private interpretation, but with other scriptures and other um, books in the Bible. Now, with this said, uh, we have to understand that uh, uh, the stage is being set. If, if you look at the uh, situation with Hamas right now and Hezbollah and Israel, uh, the stage is being set for the coming of the Lord. And that, that's why we got to be ready. That's why we have to understand the Word of God. That's why we can't just uh, kind of get in a, in a place where we just get complacent or think, well, the earth's still standing in the water, out of the water, nothing's changed, everything's the same, and, and become laxed in our looking for the Lord. And that's what these studies, I hope, are inspiring you to do is keep your eye on the prize. You know, uh, we got to keep looking for him. We got to keep expecting him. We can't get so wrapped up with all that's going on down here that we forget the revealing of Jesus. He's coming again. He's coming again. So with that, the stage is being set. But um, we have to be careful not to get um, drawn in by sensationalism. Uh, we have to just read it, understand it. When is it going to happen and, and why is it happening? Now, uh, you know, uh, some people may uh, misinterpret what Hamas and Hezbollah is doing to Israel and uh, say, oh, well, this is, this is it. This is, this is the Battle of Armageddon. Uh, but this is just the stage being set. You know, if you have a play or a presentation, you have to set up the stage before the uh, actors ever get on the platform. And uh, so that's the way this is. This is, uh, you know, this going on with Israel today is setting the stage. Yes, the Lord is coming soon. This is all part of what Jesus told us to look for. This is all part of what John saw, uh, you know, the, the church getting ready to be raptured out of here. Uh, and then you, you talk about when, when the church, which is full of the Holy Ghost, when we are taken out, and the Holy Ghost no longer is restraining evil upon this world through the church. Think of how evil time is. Think of how evil it is right now with the church here. Just think of how it's going to be when the church is gone. Well, uh, with that said, uh, this scene shifts from, uh, from things uh, in heaven to now things in the earth. Uh, Revelation uh, chapter 6 and all the way through chapter 18. Uh, this is called, again, we're recapping, the Great Tribulation Period. So um, what is happening on earth after the church leaves, the Great Tribulation takes place. The subjects are chapters 6 and all the way through chapters 18, uh, chapter 18. Um the seven-sealed book is opened in chapter 6 through 8, and that's what we're studying now is about these seals that have been opened. And today, of course, we're, we're looking in the fifth seal. And so I wanted to um, kind of give us a little understanding, a recap, if you will, of all the reason that we're studying 
revelation. Some people says, well, it's too hard to understand. It's, it's too much symbolism, too much uh, uh, that I don't know. Why should I even study it as long as I've repented and been baptized in his name, been filled with the Holy Ghost? Why should I, uh, you know, worry about revelation? Uh, because revelation is the revealing of Jesus and not only who he is, but that he's coming back. So, yeah, that's why we should study. And uh, I think that that's important that we uh, we talk about these things. Um so we have these seals um, that are being opened. Now, um, when a king uh, wanted something uh, closed and approved, his, his, this is where we get the seal of approval. Uh, the king would seal it with a signet, uh, maybe in wax. He'd take his ring and he would press it in and they would look at that and they say, oh, this is the seal of the king. So uh, nobody can open this and it's authorized by the king. Well, that's kind of the way these seals are. They're sealed and now they're being opened by who? Jesus Christ. He's the only one worthy to open the seals, to loose the seals of the book and to redeem fallen man back. So looking at this fifth seal, uh, there's a couple of things I want to uh, look at because I think that it's important that we kind of uh, break it down a little bit, you know, verse by verse, if we could. And uh, I just want to uh, go to uh, some notes here and just kind of give you a, a just a, a condensed version, an outline, if you will. So in Revelation chapter 6, and we've read uh, verses uh, 9 through 11, uh, we find that in uh, these verses, persecution begins to be loosed. Persecution, uh, you know, uh, blood is mentioned. In the Old Testament, blood representing life is poured out at the base of the altar. So those responding to the gospel of the kingdom in tribulation martyred during that time for their loyalty to God. Now, again, can we say I'm going to wait until the great tribulation and the people are being killed for the name of Jesus and then uh, get ready? No, you cannot. And why? Number one, you may die before that time. Then what are you going to do? Uh, number two, uh, the church can be raptured out of here any moment, any moment. Uh, so uh, you can't look at things with the Gentiles, of which we are. Remember, we're Gentiles. When the fullness of the Gentiles is complete, when, it's, when the fullness of the Gentiles has come, there'll be no more Gentiles saved. So some things that is being studied deal with Israel only, the Jewish people only. Now, uh, in one place you will hear the great tribulation referred to as Jacob's trouble. Who's Jacob? Israel. Remember Jacob wrestled with the angel and, and his name changed? Yeah, so Israel, as a prince, thou hast power with God. So we see that from this, we begin to understand how important it is to know about uh, this persecution that's being unleashed, that it's not being unleashed on the church, but it's being unleashed, unleashed upon the earth. Remember, these things are happening to those inhabitants of the earth. And if all is like it uh, appears to be, the church is going to be out of here. We're going to be raptured out before the great tribulation. With this said, um, we want to continue to look, and some people say, well, why even study if the church is gone? Because we need to understand what's coming upon this earth, and that way maybe, maybe we will just stay a little more faithful to the Lord. Maybe it will inspire us to draw closer to the Lord rather than get complacent. And then when you start seeing uh, some things that are leading up to this stage being set, remember we said a stage is being set for the coming of the Lord, then you can understand that um, 
that we're drawing closer every day. Every day you wake up, you are one day closer to the coming of the Lord. But looking at this, they're praying for the vindication of God and righteousness. Uh, they're praying, uh, you know, how long? And, and let's just go back to this, and I guess I could uh, bring this up on the full screen for you. These souls under the altar. A lot of people, you know, uh, kind of wonder what are these and who are these people? Well, the Bible tells us these are the people that are slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. So there's no question of who they are. Uh, the, the question is, why are they crying out? Um, because those that have been uh, beheaded or slain for the word of God and for their testimony which they held, those are the souls of them under the altar. Um, they cried with a loud voice. I might, I might mention this. Um, when he opened the fifth seal, he saw under the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. I, I mentioned beheaded. Uh, it doesn't mention how they were killed. So I don't want to. I don't want to throw something in there. Uh, some could have been beheaded. Some uh, could have just been uh, shot and killed, or uh, you know, tortured or whatever. Uh, so I don't want to just throw something in there. And you say, well, that, it didn't say about beheading, uh, because then you're going to have questions about others that's been beheaded and all these things. So I want to retract that word beheaded, and I want to just say slain, slain uh, for the word of God. For the word of God, remember why they've been killed. They're not killed because of, um, you know, they're, um, they're uh, maybe uh, live in a certain region. They're not killed because they're, uh, you know, uh, connected to, um, you know, a certain business or family. They're killed for the word of God, for the word of God and for the testimony of which they held. And they cried with a loud voice saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not uh, judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? How long? Now, I think this is, a, this is kind of an interesting uh, statement. Because uh, when you look at this uh, statement, it's a, it's a question. Lord, how long are you going to wait before you avenge our blood on them, judge and avenge? How long is it going to be before you judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? So that question is asked. And you know what? The Lord answers them in a way that maybe we wouldn't think this would be even be an answer. But white robes, mean, meaning purity and victory, were given unto them. White robes were given unto them. And, and the statement was, rest a little while. And white robes were given unto every one of them. And it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. So it's not time to judge. It's not time to avenge. That's what the Lord is telling these under the altar, these souls under the altar. Now, uh, you know, um, when I think of something under the altar, uh, you know, I think of, of a place of keeping a place of, um, of, uh, security. And I think that's why the white robes and, uh, was given unto them because of victory. They had purity and victory. They had been true to the word of God. They had been true, uh, you know, to their testimony. They had not caved in, uh, to society. They had not caved in to persecution and all of these things. So they, were pure and they had victory and and 
this is something that the Lord just simply says to them, rest, rest just a little longer. Just, just uh, you know, uh, given unto them every one uh, white robes, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season. That means a little while. Season, nobody knows how long that is. Nobody knows how many years that is. Nobody knows, uh, you know, how many months or days or whatever. We just know it's a season, and we know that seasons are for a time period. Seasons are for a time period. So we see that these are told to rest a little while for a season, and then judgment's coming. Then, uh, you know, they had to have some brethren killed and uh, you know, uh, this is something that fellow servants also and their brethren, that they should be killed as those under the altar, slain for the word of God, slain for their testimony. And the Lord just says, rest a little season, and this has to happen. There still has to be some, some uh, people, your brethren, your fellow servants, they got to be slain as you were. They got to die as you do, did. So that's important to understand as we study this. So their fellow servants also, uh, which are just others that will be martyred or killed for their testimony and for the word of the Lord. And then we see something happen. We see that uh, I beheld, and and I don't want to get into the sixth seal until tomorrow, but it's changing. It's changing. So always remember, um, when God's justice is stirred, so is his mercy. When God's justice is stirred, so is his mercy. Now, the first glimpse of the tribulation and the people that are slain during that time. Uh, we'll be studying more about these folks, um, and we understand that they're killed because they keep the word of God, and they keep a testimony of Jesus Christ. And some of them, uh, you know, could have been, uh, you know, uh, slain, like when death came through, remember we had the horsemen and death came through and uh, a fourth part of the population is killed, uh, you know, um, and then in the latter part of Revelation 7, we have a further description of these folks. But this is all things seen that John saw after, after what? After the churches in Revelation. So, uh, hereafter. If we talk about hereafter, it's something coming after the church age. So that's why I think that we're going to be raptured out. Old preachers used to tell me this, live and expect the Lord to rapture you out of here before the great tribulation period, but live solid and live dedicated. So if you have to go through part of it, all of it, you'll be able to do it. So, you know, that's that's the way people that really didn't want to make a statement of whether or not they believe the church is getting out of here according to uh, uh, things that we have studied in the past about the, the rapture, that they just say, live as though you have to go through it. Well, that's not going to hurt you to live that way, right? It's not going to hurt you to live close to the Lord. Stand for the word. Keep your testimony. Because who knows? You may even be slain for your testimony today. You may even be slain before you die. You may even be uh, uh, confronted with all of, of this um, uh, threatening of the church. You know, how, how everybody's turning against the church just like they're turning against Israel. And you preach holiness, and you preach separation, and you preach godliness, and you preach uh, that we are to, you know, uh, have a testimony 
of Jesus Christ and hold to his word, and you're persecuted today. So I want to close with that because uh, we will go into the uh, sixth seal uh, tomorrow, Lord's will. But um, we need to understand that um, we are saved by grace. And we need to stand firm on his word. Hold his word dear to our heart. Don't, don't compromise on the word. Don't let down on the word. And keep your testimony that you love Jesus and Jesus is your Savior. Keep your testimony you've been saved by the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ. Saved by grace. Well, with that said, I do want to, uh, I do want to close uh, with this because um, we need to realize that uh, um, Satan knows he has but a short time uh, to keep his evil going, his deception going, and all these things. Um, but the true church, the light and salt of the earth, we also know that our time on earth is short because the Lord's coming back. I want to close with that, and I hope that uh, today you have been blessed by what we've studied. We'll pick up on verse 12 uh, tomorrow. But I do want to uh, go to the Lord in prayer and ask the Lord to help us to remain faithful, to remain faithful, and not only remain faithful, but to uh, be able to um, uh, hold the testimony, uh, keep the word of God, because after all, the things that we may have to go through we need to be solid enough that if persecution comes, we can stand it. We'll get, we'll get through it. All who live godly shall suffer persecution. So we know persecution has happened, is happening, and will happen. But when it comes to the great tribulation period, I don't think we will be going through that. I think the church is going to be called up. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the study today. I pray that I have expounded your word fully and represented your word in the proper way. If I have misrepresented it, misquoted, or mispronounced uh, it in any way, expounded it in any way wrongly, Lord, I pray that you would forgive me and help me to correct it. Because I want to rightly divide the word of truth. I want to help people understand what they need to do to stay close to you, to hold fast your word and to hold on to their testimony. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen. That concludes our uh, teaching session today and I certainly hope you've enjoyed studying with us as we go through uh, these particulars in the word of the Lord. Um, there's just, uh, like I say, so much more. Uh, you can you can find uh, other references in the word of God. Remember, it's of no private interpretation. You can interpret scripture with scripture. If you use a concordance, if you use uh, books that are written by man, just make sure that uh, they're not speculating uh, things um, and and trying to privately interpret it. Uh, nothing wrong with comparison. Nothing wrong with comparing things, reading books, comparing it with the Word of God, having concordances and reading and, and comparing it with the Word of God. Nothing wrong with that um, because a lot of uh, people way smarter than me has studied the Word of God and uh, and uh, they, they compare, and that's the way I always look at it. Are they comparing... Uh, scripture with Scripture. Are they talking about uh, the Word of God in a way that we all can uh, we all can uh, comprehend it? So um, again, uh, the Word of God is of no private interpretation. So just be careful if you're using concordances. Uh, I've had people through the years that have uh, talked about. They said, "Well, uh, 
this is why the Lord's going to come back in 88. This is why the Lord's going to come back in uh, another year. And they would predict, and some of them were were good uh, people. They were they were uh, people that believed in Jesus, people that had followed the plan of salvation, but they got wrapped up in uh, movements around them. And that's why we can't get wrapped up in movements around us. Oh, there's this prophet and he's preaching this over here. Well, you know what? I had a person tell me, oh, this guy is a prophet. He And he called himself a prophet. He said, he's a prophet. And you know what? He, he's gone so far out from the presence of the Lord, it's not even, it's not even hardly able to fathom it in your mind how that somebody that was saying they was this now's out in the world doing other things. You know, can people backslide? Yes. Can people mess up? Yes. I'm just saying don't get caught up in people that say they're a prophet, they've got this knowledge of the future, they're doing this and they got this and this understanding. Make sure you stick to the word of the Lord. That's simple. Well, we do have our trivia question up and running. And of course, our trivia question for today is simply this. What was the name of the blind man Jesus healed in Jericho? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Everybody have a great day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.